guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ike MMA podcast or the Ike MMA show. <laughs> mouthful to say that Ike MMA show. I'm joining the studio to, here today um, with mixed martial arts uh, artist um, John John Mills, Jonathan Mills, or nicknamed AKA the Wheel Kick um, MMA. Is that the, your nickname? Wheel Kick, yeah. Wheel Kick MMA is my uh, Instagram, but Wheel Kick, yeah. Is that is the nickname that people know you by? Yeah, Wheel Kick. Jonathan, it's the second time of having you on the show. How have you been? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good, man. Good, thank you. I'm chilled. How are you? I'm very good. I'm trying to get an interview with you um, even almost immediately after you win at the, la- at the latest Bastarina um, event uh, when you fought uh, Ryan Franklin. Um, but as always uh, with this sort of thing, it's fast so busy and they're not just busy um, doing their own stuff. They're also busy training other um, clients and other um, younger athletes also. Um, uh, yeah, I just have to be patient and wait until uh, you had the time to get on to sit you down and have another chat. Yeah, we, we missed we missed one, didn't we, on the Saturday. Was it Saturday just this Saturday's gone, the one just gone we went to that one, wasn't we? And uh things came up on e- on either side. So but yeah, no, I appreciate having you on the show though, thank you. No, definitely I'd like to get you on more, much more often. Um please your your latest fight, um how did it go? Um uh, you know, um of course you won, but um I to There's no the footage there. There's no footage out there, I agree. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was a fight. If you can call it that, it was a fight. Um, two rounds. He was very strategic. Uh, their corner would give them real good props. Uh, they studied me a lot, I believe, uh, because I expected Ryan Franklin to come at me more than, than what happened. Uh, when you see, he was very circular. He circled. Very side to side, basic, very move, uh, mo- mobile, which was really good on this side. Um, the first round pretty much was him run, you know, moving side to side, side to side, side to side. I uh, he shooting for a takedown. Um, I stuff I never, did. I kind of just went, oh, I shot in just to, to clinch up more, not for a takedown. And um, I pulled guard, I jumped guard. He uh, passed us half guard, um, didn't then just stayed and then stuck to me like glue, trying to probably trying to like slow me down. <clears throat> you know, didn't try to advance, trying to posture up. He uh, just yeah stayed in his own, um, just stayed yeah just yeah stayed on top of me, just chilled, chilled out to the to the rest of the round. Like, you tried a few shots, but nothing really happened. That was in the round one, ball fest. Um, round two. Try and do the same thing, run up, running uh, left, right, um, side to side. Uh, but this time I kind of started getting fed up. I did, instead of chasing him, I started staying in the center of the cage and just dropped my hands, put my head out there, trying to make him come forward, trying to give him like you know some sort of you know come and engage. Um, I felt like he was slowing down a bit. And I caught him a few little shots, and uh, clearly then he started to lose the round, and he started to panic because I think his game plan was to win by points. That was his game plan. Um, during those periods of uh, you know getting little shots, I, I, I was still trying to go for the um, big head kick, but it was hard to get get it when there's a guy moving like a like this, you know, he's going going everywhere. 
Um, I did catch one, I think, either hit him or it grazed his head. Um, a head kick. And as I hit him, um, he steamed into clinch. Um, this time, though, instead of putting guard, um, I felt his strength. I felt a way to feel his weight. And then I was surprised that I thought, hang on, you're not, not as what I assumed he was going to be. I thought it was going to be a lot stronger. Um, but, you know, then he, he panicked. Instead of going for a takedown, he felt the strength. He, he went to try to throw me over the top. I don't know what he was trying to do, but I stuffed it. I ended up on top, uh, got to half guard, started using ground and pound. Um, there was very few seconds left. Um, uh, as I was going for the ground and pound, he went to try to go for a, um, well, I was cold, hold a quick. He was trying to scoot underneath me to go for a butt, butt, almost like a butt sweep, a sweep, trying to go underneath my left leg. I believe trying to go for, uh, to go for a sweep. Um, as he, as he was going for a sweep, I caught his arm, it was in midair, went underneath him, went for a head and arm choke, uh, got to mount, uh, started to apply the pressure of a choke. As I was applying, I felt a tap, I believe I loosened, and he, um, he only tapped once. Uh, referee stopped it though, because he tapped once, but I think he tried to play it off that he never tapped, but there's, there's video footage that he's tapped, and I felt, I felt that he tapped. Um, but yeah, he, well, he didn't, he didn't, he's, he was good afterwards. I spoke to him afterwards. He was good afterwards, but, uh, during the period of the cage, kind of acted, you know, wasn't, really wasn't fighter-like. He tapped and then tried to play it down that like he didn't tap. Um, but yeah, that was the fight. It wasn't a great fight. It was not, uh, I'm not going to set it to you and make out it was an amazing fight because it was not a great fight. It was kind of a ball fest. Um, but since then I'm putting stuff into my, um, program now. For my next fight, um, I don't know who I'm fighting next, but next fight. But yeah, I don't know if you what you, what you got out of that. No, I, I was just trying to picture in my mind uh, everything happening the way you say it happened. Uh, the offenses and the defenses from both sides and both of you guys. I think at one point you said that he even tries to throw you hit. He tries to throw you over his back, but uh, he what, just what... dropped down. He just dropped down. I don't know what he was trying to do, but it was really silly. And, uh, yeah, he put himself in a lot of trouble. Something tells me from the way you're telling me about the story, when you just told me about how he wanted to win by points, and also you look like in that fight, you, you said anyway that it wasn't a good fight, you didn't feel it was a good fight at all. Mm. Something suggests to me that... Um, <clears throat> how, how I was going to say this, that, you know, the whole time you were explaining, something was just the, the way you were, your your demeanour... Something suggests to mm-hmm. me that there's something about the fight that you just weren't happy with, despite the fact that you won. But there's something about the fight that, you know, you, you just... You I, hate... wasn't, I, wa- I wasn't. I wasn't happy, but um, a part of me is... I've got to realise that it's, it's MMA is, is, is a competition and people will fight in ways they want to win. Um, I've got used... To, I've been blessed in the last two fights before that with Cameron Cockrell and Dom. I can say Ryan Franklin, even away, is a blessing because people like that are going to be fighting. But I kind of enjoyed the, the Dom fight. I kind of enjoyed the Cameron Cockrell fight. I didn't really enjoy this fight at all, uh, mainly because yeah, it was it, it, I couldn't I couldn't get near the guy. Um, I was trying to do all sorts of things. I was trying to um, I was too slow. It was my own fault. I was too slow to get in there. I was too slow to get into his range and land a shot. I, I mean, I, I started landing shots. Towards the end, but I worked on so much power 
and strength and conditioning and worked on so much like explosiveness that I assumed that, you know, here we go, we're going to enter, we're going to hit sit the centre and we're just going to bang. Uh, it didn't happen that way, you know. So I will give their cornerman or whoever they, or if it's Ryan Franklin himself or anybody who was hitting it with their game plan, it was smart. Uh, it's actually made me now think outside the box. I've had to imply different stuff in my training. Um, mm. This is better. This happened now than later. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but, but you know, I think, I think, you know, one of my coaches, Gus Gilbert, said to me, "This, this is going to happen at some stage." He said that some people eventually are not going to stay in the pocket and, you know, move. And, you know, I thought, you know, I don't know what it is. I, I know, I, I, I never thought I looked like any sort of intimidating face. I have never looked intimidating at all, and I thought that was almost a blessing in disguise because. I could always bring people to me because I don't look, you know, that and it mm-hmm. plays into my game. But, you know, now I know that people aren't going to be receptible. If they are, that's great. If they are coming for me, that's good. But if they're not, I think a lot of people, and I'm, I'm saying, I said it the last one, I'm not silly. I know that I have to have had to adjust. I'm always going to be good in the pocket because that's, I've always naturally, that that's just, just there. So I think the majority of this camp has been a lot of it's been agility, a lot of it's been cornering off people how to move forward and attack while going forward. Because yeah, it, it sounded, it felt, it felt like a loss. Even though I won, it didn't feel like a win. It felt yeah, like yeah. yeah, I won. It felt like oof, that was horrible. I could have been a lot much better, you know, than when it was. It, you know, he started slowing down. I think I landed only three shots or four shots in the, in the second round. You know, it, it was it was bad, but you know, I'm glad I won. I'm glad I won. But um, this next fight now, I'm fighting on the 30th. I want to be something completely different. God willing, hopefully, it's something different. That's what I want to be. Do you feel somehow that maybe the fight? And people may say that I'm really stupid to ask this question. Mm. People may say I'm really really dumb to ask this question, but um. Mm. Do you feel that maybe you, you may have been set up? Because I've heard of situations of, of fighters whereby oh. they're in a fight and it's not going there. We don't feel that they're actually scoring points in the fight and they're just shouting in the cornerman, um, the cornerman uh, you know, during the one-minute breaks after each round is, 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 is done. And they're shouting, look, it's blah, 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 this and that. They're so pissed. So they're saying, I shouldn't even be fighting this guy. Look at the size of him. Look at the size of me. Because I will oh. say that your opponent, Although he may be evenly, when I say evenly matched, he does look like he does have a, a, some extra size and width on him. Well, he, they was. He, he was 98 kgs, I was 93 kgs. And I blew up um, in the last, the last little bit I blew up. But the fight was always set up at 98 kgs. I knew I took this fight knowing that it was going to be 98 kgs. So there was no setup. I took this fight up knowing going up the weight class. And, you know, at the start of the fight camp, I tried to go up naturally muscle. But then, you know, realisation hits you that you can't go up that quick with muscle. So I end up beating a little bit crap just to add add the few pounds on. I came in with a bit of fat around my waist, you know, and that slowed me down. I didn't realise how much that dead weight would hit me. Um, I'm actually currently now at 89 or 88. I'm going to be fighting at 84 at middleweight in about three or four weeks on the 30th um but yeah that was that was you the word you said it wasn't a um setup but it was a weight difference you got that right 
You did get that right. Yeah. Um, did you have anything to say to... Uh, again, you won. And people say, just take you in, leave it like that, leave it like that. Mm. Was there anything... Did you have words for the other side? Or even, did you have words for uh, Bastille? I'm, I'm always humble, man. I, I said nice stuff. You know, I, was, I said to him, look, come on, you know you lost, man. Come on. It was good. I said, you won the first round, I won the second round. Come on, man. It was going to go second round, third round if it, it was going to go in. But you, you did tap. You did tap. Don't try to play out that you didn't tap. Um, I said sorry to my uh, to the owner uh, about Arena Steve. I said sorry to um, you know because I did I I like performing you know and I didn't feel like a performance mm-hmm. you know okay. it didn't feel like a performance it felt like oh it was kind of one of them ones uh, part of me though is good though because not everything's gonna go you know not everything's gonna go your way you know not everything's gonna go your way and you kind of make you know. The what I love about MMA is is that is it is so varied. You can't predict. You know, I I could turn up next time and can be a completely different fighter. Other guy can be a completely different fighter. I didn't expect that. You know, I knew I knew Ryan Frank would win because you know because of his background. Like, you know, he's, he was on a three loss losing streak, and I know he, he probably but before, even though he's on a losing streak, he always came to bang. You know, he always came to bang regardless. He always came to bang, and I was I was expecting that. I was expecting yeah. that. Um, but uh, yeah, he wasn't just today. Today he was very. That day he was very. Um, but I respect him. You know, I respect it that he, he was trying to win, which you obviously you came to win, which is which is you know I understand if he, if he lost three, if I had lost three, I, I'd probably probably be thinking the same thing. You know, I'd probably be thinking I got to do everything I can to win. Yeah, um, yeah of course. so you know I understand uh, you, yeah he was uh, you know he was good afterwards we talked in the locker room afterwards he was good but after the fight he was a bit of a uh, he was a bit you know immature sorry he was I think we talked I talked to change rooms we were cool and sound and I said I thought you know if he wanted a rematch yeah I would, I would take a rematch but this time I would have it at like light heavyweight I would say he had to cut weight and I'd be honest with you if he fought at light heavyweight I'd probably cut down to an 89 because I feel there's no weight category between light heavyweight and middleweight, but really I'm not middleweight. I'm not a light heavyweight. I'm in between, but you know, there's not, there's none of that weight. When I get to middleweight, I feel like, you know, I'm not going to be funny. I feel, I feel a bit too underweight. And when I go light heavyweight, I feel a bit too overweight. So yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it, maybe I might have like, maybe I might have to bulk and eventually become a natural light heavyweight in the future. That's, that's, that's what I think my game plan will be. Give it, you know, three, three years, two years, I reckon that will be a natural light heavyweight. But, but yeah, it's not his fault. But I would like to fight him again. But I'm hoping to be a light heavyweight. That would be. Uh, I mean, if he'd be up open for the idea of a rematch, because I assume he was upset. But if not, regardless, I'm going pro anyways. I'm going pro. So yeah. But if you wanted, if you wanted to rematch, you want to message me up for a rematch. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be happy for that. I'd give him that if you wanted to. Okay, so that fight's done and dusted. Despite how you felt about the fight, you won. You came mm. as the, the successor. Uh, yeah. So, and I've never asked if I this. I don't. I don't think I asked you this. How do you celebrate? As in, were you just did you go out for that same evening? Do you and the crew just go out for a I match? I didn't celebrate. Or... I didn't. I didn't celebrate. I didn't, oh. see, I didn't feel like celebrating. I didn't feel so like celebrate. I went. I went. Went home. We did some weights. Went back to training. Oh. Like I said, it didn't. It didn't feel like I didn't feel like I deserved to celebrate in no. a way. But in all, in all fairness, though. I've never been that typical guy to celebrate. Um, I rather if I go out, I'd rather go for a meal with, a, with some few friends. And that's, I'm happy with that. You know, I'm not a big uh, drinker, so 
to me, that's, you know, since the fight, I've lost six kgs. You know, I lost a lot of weight. I say six, hang on, it's not that many, but eight, nine. So about, only about four kgs, about four kgs, something like that. Um, but I've got to get to 84 kgs. So there's since the fight, I knew I had a fight coming up straight away. So there was no time to celebrate straight to the next one in, in a weird way. But any other fight, say, in, in the past that you have won, mm. how would you think, just to like, celebrate that all the hard work has paid off and you've done well, you come out the successor, um, you are the, um, you won the fight. Mm. How would you celebrate, as in just you go for a massive cheat meal, a large booze bender? Yeah, younger me and me now is completely different, but um, yeah, uh, again, I went with, with Cameron Cockrell was a meal. But I've done kickboxing events and I won before when I won a kickboxing event. Yeah, I went out and um, I went out and just yeah went on a boozer. But um, I, I'm not about that life. You know, it's that's not me. You know, I can't lie because that's not my life. You know, I love dancing, I love doing that stuff. But um, uh, you know, I, I'd rather just be. I'm like these people. I win, celebrate with people that are very close to me, and I'm happy with that. That and then when I want to say celebrate. Me is just just a meal and chill. You know. I've got a DJ flow. DJ flow. If if I did have some sort of thing, I'd go around his house and he put a, he put some music on. Just have a house house party with very close friends. I shouldn't say DJ flow. Not around your house because I don't want like put him on fire right here. But don't put messages out there. But yeah, no, it would probably be around like a few friends and chill. So like that, that sounds good to me. Well, I can see you're the sort of guy that likes to live a quiet life as much as possible, no mm. matter uh, what happens. Um, I mean, I, I like I like I like music. I love dancing and stuff, but I just don't like the atmosphere that comes with it. You know. So I. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Um, before we uh, went live, I did ask you about the um, uh, what your about your um your your other job, the security stuff that you do. Mm. Um, so I I wanted to ask you um just about um there's that stuff that there's that job and. Everybody knows that security usually is that, um, apart from being at the say stores and supermarkets and other big events, but the events that say that take place in the night at such certain events such as clubs, pubs, and maybe cinemas that are usually open late into the night, we may have to deal with people who go they cross certain lines and go past boundaries and you create be a bit of an issue. Um, so I was thinking how how that relates to the mixed martial arts they do. Is it the mixed martial arts side maybe to help? just get rid of the stress and the anxiety um, from dealing with those sorts of shitty people? No, no. Um, I only worked in security because um, I'm not the very brightest human beings, I would I would like to say. And um, security seems a lot easier to me than most jobs out there. So that's why I picked it. I ain't gonna lie, just because it was easier. Uh, when I was younger, I don't, I don't, you know, I might go back on the doors again, but um, not just that, when I was younger as well. It was, I'm not gonna lie, being yet when I was young, it was an easier way to pick up women when I was when I was younger. I don't do that now, but that's that was my way of thinking uh, when I was younger. So maybe I shouldn't say that out loud, but yeah, when I, I went, I was on the doors at like 20, 21, 22. I think that was I was 20, 20, 20, 21, 22. So you know, I'm 28 now, believe it or not. So that was you know that was when I was young. So but um, yeah, I mean. Again, it was easy job though. To me, it's easy job, personally. Um, but yeah, that's why. Yeah, I would like to do that. Yeah, if it, if it 
if I'm probably might go back to that again, who knows? But um, but yeah, that to be honest, it was just uh, yeah, you listen to music. You know, I, I'm I'm gonna come off it. You know, like that's that was my thought pattern. Um, it, that was my thought pattern. Thinking it was easy, it wasn't easy, but that was my thought pattern. I think it'd be a lot easier now. Um, the way I think it's just it's, you can make it hard. And but yeah, I don't. I do. You know, yeah, <laughs> so I've got I've got a lot to say about that. To be honest, with you man. But why would you say that you're not, as in, you said something like, oh. um, uh, you're not the smartest person, not, not the most intelligent person. I mean, I've interviewed you before. Oh. I've conversations with you on the DM and Instagram, and you don't yeah. come across that way at all. Well, academically, then. Academically, I'm not intelligent. When it comes to, like, writing and spelling and stuff like that, my brain goes to the pan. Uh, so when it comes to that, my focus goes to the pan when I was in school. Because it's going really deep. But yeah, when I was in school, uh, basically I would have, um, migraines. I would get migraines, constant migraines. And literally I would have to struggle to keep my eyes focused on the paper and the board. And it was like, I remember about an hour would go by and I'd get shouted out all the time because I'd only like write about five or ten words just because it would be so difficult for me. That's why I say before, I said school was like trauma to me. It still is like trauma to me. So like, you know, anything like if I work now, I'll get anybody else to do the writing for me because I just don't like it. Like even on my phone, when I apply to friends, you know, people know me now. Like if I, if unless there's like a five second word or I just be to be quick, I write, I just usually just write five, five words or four words or something, just be quick. But um, if I got actually put a sentence out or something like that, that, that takes me sometimes I have to be like really sit down and focused it's not like um comes natural to me uh never being on the academic side so that that's why you know when I said security it was like oh well at least I wanted to do a lot of writing you know I mean I went to this this fight just gone Ryan Franklin that I, that I got put on fight because they made me fill out a form that was stressful that that was more stressful than the fight that was I was like guys consult and everybody just looked at me and said oh thank you guys yeah let me write I didn't like writing you know putting a form in front of me was a bit that like I don't like doing that anything with writing I hate and so it sounds so I've, I, that's why I picked fighting because I thought oh at least I don't have to write <laughs> that was in my mind in school but I can do this I don't have to freaking write you know as long as I don't have to do writing or reading or any of that crap I just I stay away from it because yeah, it's, 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 I got like very slow concentration and, um, I had forms put in front of me loads of times and I'm just like, yeah, I, I write, I start writing and I've realized like 10, 20 minutes gone through and I forgot, I forgot what I was doing. I, I just left it and I didn't realize I left it and I put stuff in front of me mm. and I start and I leave it because I can't just, I don't know if my concentration is bad. So that, that, that's why I say not intelligent. I don't know. I, I've got very short attention span with, um, with, uh, with anything that's that, means I have to concentrate and write stuff, whatever. I, you know, there's that. There's, there's like those of other circumstances I can bring up, but it's there's no need, honestly. To, I just can't do sort of stuff like that. Yeah. It's just not for me. Um, I was listening to one of your interviews that you did with my friends at Calf Kick. Uh, I think you're yeah, Ash. Like Ash. <laughs> yeah. Um, you mentioned that you're quite anxious person, and mm. you have a lot of anxiety, but. Which yeah. you, which you kind of hinted on, but I've, I've got to be honest with you, I'm John. You, again, um, you come across someone who's really open and very extroverted, talkative mm. and outgoing. I mean, 
again, that's um, you don't strike me as that sort of person, you know. Well, it's mad. The reason why is because of what I keep myself doing everything. If I keep myself training, stay on the ball, training, um, you know, big thing in my face as well. Uh, if I stick to all the things that that keeps my peace, then I'm good. Uh, the moment I step out of that, could be one day, could be one day, one second, start doing stuff that chill. You see me very anxious. You'll see a different human being. But when I'm not doing what what's in my routine, the moment I step out of it, I can start going haywire. I know. I, I you know, it's it's the what keeps me grounded is what is is what I'm doing. Um, when I'm not doing what I'm doing, that's when I can go the other way. Um, I'm yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely suffer from anxiety. Hundred percent, I suffer from anxiety. I think. You know, when I say some anxiety, I suffer anxiety more with normal people than I do with, um, like, people that train and people that fight. And st- where, where I try not, I know this is probably bad, it's probably wrong, but I try to, like, not put myself in bad mm-hmm. situations. Um, when I say bad situations, I don't, I like, my dad and my brother, they always go out. I rarely go out with my dad and my brother just to go for a meal. Um just because I'd rather, like, even when I do go for a meal, if I'm, if I'm around my mates who are mostly nutcases, I ain't gonna lie, most of my mates are just, like, off the chain crazy, yeah. I don't mind because I'm crazy as well. I can go with them when I fit in. Um, but when I'm with, like, normal people, and I say normal people, I mean, like, people that, like my family members, anybody like that, and I can just go there, I can tell they go, oh, Johnny, why are you fidgeting? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? I'll oh, just stop, stop doing this, Johnny. Stop doing that. I was like, oh. I can't help it. I can't ADHD. I'm, you know, I always, I'm always going to be like that. That's why I try to surround myself with other nutcases. So then I can, I can be in that case and there's no judgment on me, you know, sort of thing. That's, so like that, that, that's kind of why I probably look sane because I, well, probably look, look bubbly and extrovert. It's because I surround myself with other, I don't know, crazy people. So then I don't feel as, you know, does that make sense? I don't know. But, um, no, no, no. if I did, I, I, if I did I food, you. you know. Yeah, I no. saying, I've, yeah. Uh, at, at the beginning, I was um, I was really intimidated by mixed martial arts, as in the people when you see mm. what they do, what they're capable of, uh, wow. not just what they do, but the tattoos. And when you see how I got no tattoos, no tattoos on me, but yeah, <laughs> I know I got. <laughs> um, when you see just how frustrated they can get when they're fighting, you know, when they're dishing out mm. the the strikes and the leg kicks, and knees, and all sorts of other attacks. I was thinking, wow, this looks like a sort of person even just asking to do an interview. Uh, they might tell me where to go. So I, I was intimidated oh. at first. Yeah. But as time went on, I began to say, these people actually, they're not bad. They're actually all right. Uh, just yeah. what they, they're very passionate about what they do. And, okay, I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, after getting to know um, some people of the of the community, at least over here in the UK, I have to oh. say that they don't, they're, for me, they're not nutcases. You're, you're not a nutcase. <laughs> you actually want oh, to learn. okay. Well, what I mean yeah. by nutcase, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm not being nutcase as in like um, psychopath as in trying to kill someone. I mean like nutcases as in like um, crazy and hypo. Like what I mean, that like, you know, hypo or when I say, I'm saying like hyper, like, you know, hyperactive, just like people bounce bounce off people because I noticed that yeah. I, I don't bounce off a lot. You know, I, you know people, some people say I'm a nice guy. I, I, the reason why I'm like this is because it's, it's, I try to keep staying around my days always have to be with good people you know good people and like that you know otherwise when i say good people i just mean like um people that that i know 
like they know who I am or I do something a lot. But otherwise, I could be around, say, put this way, if I went for a job interview and I worked in a call centre, right? I know I can go to a call centre, I can see the banter there, the vibe there. I would not fit in because I'm, I would take things seriously. I would take things, you know, very seriously and stuff like that. So that, like, that area, I wouldn't be. I've, I've done it. I've done the call centre. I'm one of these people that, you know, people take try to, but I don't put myself in those environments. I try not to put myself in an environment with other people who are in that, you know, that way inclined. That's not fair wrong. That's where they are. There's nothing wrong yeah, with them. Yeah. But, that, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't fit in, fit in there. So my daily routine is kind of weird. I always train. I go from one gym to the next gym to the next gym, you know, then doing, I go to swimming pool. I go into a sauna. I, you know, that, that's my daily routine. I would probably go to sauna. I probably go to like freezing cold showers. I probably doing. Then I'm probably talking to my coach. I ring my coach up. We talk about you know certain things that we got to work on, or you know th- th- that might keep myself sane. But anything out out of um the ordinary, you know, is is kind of like that will give me like anxiety. For instance, I'm meant to be doing this. Um, I'm meant to be getting get my badge recently. As guys, I'm going for my badge. Um, and I've got anxiety because I got I got to fill out this these forms. I got to fill out, and I got to go to um. It's a place in Swansea called the Civic Centre, and I can't find my um, birth certificate or my mum's birth certificate. Um, so I got, got a copy of my mum's birth certificate, and I got to go in there to get to get to get them. But I always par it off because I'm 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 meant to go down there, but I get scared because I think, oh, what do I say? Most of the time, I don't. What, what do I say? I don't know what to say. I say a birth certificate, and then they go say, oh, have you got any form of identification? Well, I've, I lose things. See, I lost I lost my uh, ID. My driving license, I too had lost both of them. I lose stuff all the time. I lose everything all the time because I got real bad tension. It's, honestly, it's that bad. Anyways, I was up there like, um, well, I haven't gone there. I, I, meant, I meant to go up there and I can't, like, even things like that. My mind thinks, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Anything that I don't want to do that's not in my skill set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel out of comfort zone. Yeah, I put it off. But anything I am comfortable in, like what I'm, you know, martial arts stuff side, I'm happy because I think, oh, okay, I'm comfortable in the area. But like yeah. when it comes to writing or things like that, that's a side where like, it's like almost like, say if you played a video game and you put all the points, it's just, <laughs> like, I put all the points in this area, but this area I've just left at zero or negative zero. I just yeah. left there like, yeah, we'll hide that. We're just going to hide that down there. But that, like, yeah, so, so like anything I'd feel like nervous and that, that gives me anxiety. Stuff I don't want to do, you know, sort of thing. And even talking to people, you know, even talking to people, like some people think myself, like, I've got, I know that we don't relate on anything. And if I haven't got no relation with you on anything, it's like, oh, this is very awkward. You know, like I see like someone talks to me and then sometimes I don't like telling people what I do because you tell people what they do and they go, oh yeah, I've done martial arts. They start to do the the boisterous stuff. I'm like, mate, you just, you asked me what I do. I just told you what I do. I don't, I don't start trouble outside. It's not me. But that's so, but then when I talk about their stuff and this is about football or I like other sports and stuff like that. But if it's about, you know, normal day to day life, I'll be honest with you, I find that really hard to talk about because I'll be honest with you, I'm a kind of just, I'm bubbled. I put myself in a bubble. I don't, I don't listen to all that stuff. You know, all their agendas and all that. Yeah, I'm not in part of that, mate. I don't, I let it go in my head. So I try not to even get in conversations because I feel like I don't, we're not going to have a lot in common. Or if we do have a go, that's cool. But majority of the time, I don't like the awkward, you know, that awkward, you ever had that? You sit in it like, yeah, this is horrible. I'm going out. Do you know what I mean? Sort of thing. Of course. Yeah. 
So you were saying about the uh, um, anxiety and how um, you know when you meet um, certain people, they don't have anything in common with you at all, mixed martial arts, mm-hmm. anything else than the whole um, situation, the whole um, just the conversation becomes very awkward. So you have to try and take yourself out of that um, uh, situation. Yeah, pretty much. You got that spot on. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah. But that 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 that. What I when I ended it off. What did I end it well? Did I? What did I say? I forgot what I said. I think you said something um, like you said if you say you have a conversation, then you just talk about your backgrounds, your interests, especially if you're speaking to somebody new, yeah. and then um, you say, excuse me, you say yeah. um, something along the, lines, along the lines of, "Oh, I do martial arts," and they say, "Oh, yeah," I, they ask you, "What do you do?" Then you say, "I do martial arts," and they be very boisterous, saying, "Oh, yeah, I do martial arts," but they try and make a much bigger deal of it. You know. Yeah, yeah, no, like, like, so for instance, if I can tell, like, you know, this is very, very rare. Like, I got very, the people that I know t- to this day, I've known for years, you know, my friends, you know, family, like, you know, I, I rarely meet new people, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, you know? So, like, when I do meet new people, it's, you know, mm-hmm. unless they're like a friend of a friend or something like that. If, but then, um, yeah, I just, I just don't like, I don't like put myself in awkward situations. That, that yeah. will give me anxiety. So I just keep myself to myself, sort of thing, you know. Um, but you know, there's some people I do click on. Usually, people I usually click with are, are mm-hmm. like, when I say crazy, in a good way. Uh, so when I say nutcase, nutcase in a good way, crazy in a good way, as in like um, out there sort of thing. Um, you know, like when they're out there, I can actually just bounce off because I'm a bit out there, you know. So that's not yeah. the way. Um, so I'm happy with that. But then you know that that sort of I like. But usually when it's other people, I feel like when I, put it this way, when I have to feel like I be with someone, I have to think. I don't like being around situations where I'm thinking, oh Johnny, don't speak about this, don't say that, because then I'm dying. You know, if I can't be myself or be can't be offensive yeah. to me, it's like you know I try to be around people, but it's killing me inside, and I feel myself like it's causing me bad pain. I feel like what, instead of being in pain, just, just leave the situation altogether. All so that, that, that's why I tend to just, um, yeah, sort of, that makes sense. You know, that, if that, what I'm saying makes sense, then yeah, sort of. No, it, it makes complete sense, complete, an us, complete mm-hmm. us sense. Um, yeah. You want to be around people, whether they are people, you know, for years, or in this case, new people, who, whereby mm-hmm. you can be yourself and be your authentic self. Because to be honest, yeah. um, the issue of people being very fake these days and very pretentious these days, especially in the UK, a country like the UK, it's rife. People be nice to your face, but the same person, they'll be nice to your face, but the same person probably is, a, is, a, is the same person writing lots of negative comments and lots of hate about you online if you do something that puts you in a public platform or public yeah. forum, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, I want to go back to the security uh, is it, uh, work. Is there um, any stories, showing stories? Like, there's a lot of stories, but I'll be honest with you, man, there's a lot of stories, but I I, I, right. I, I, I try not to talk about them, you know, because, you know, I, I, I'd say I was professional-ish. Yeah. Professional-ish. I was 21, 20, and 22. Um, but, yeah, I don't think, you know, like uh, the only story I would say that finished me on the door was between one and one of the girls that I, you know, kind of fell in love with, to be honest, shoot. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of killed the reason why I wasn't on the doors. Um, but, and to be honest, shoot, that kind of was a good thing. Uh, I didn't say kind, I did, but I fell for a girl when I was on the door, that kind of, um, yeah. But hey, but that, that was in the past, but yeah, I mean, 
say it in the past, who knows? But yeah, you know, but honestly, yeah, that, that would say that's the kind of reason why I left the door work. It's mad you brought that up, but yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, sorry, go on. So, in the interview that um, I was listening to with McCarf Kick, um, he mentioned, and I was actually surprised, the name the, of the other person actually really made my ears stand up. Um, there's a member of the Gracie family that really is um, uh, doesn't like you that much for some reason. I think there's something you did or said that really offended them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought I've said this story. I'll say it again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I was uh, invited, uh, and obviously I had to pay money from um, a Gracie Bar Jiu-Jitsu Academy to go up to North Wales uh, as Royce Gracie was appearing to do a seminar and also was a meet and greet sort of thing. Uh, he was going to go for food and he was going to tell about stories and basically you can ask him questions and stuff around, around the table. I was very close to him as well. It was mad. Right. Anyhow... We did the seminar and he taught like the basic Brazilian Jiu Jitsu stuff. So I thought, oh man, I paid all this money and it's like, oh, you know, I, 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 it's like, this is stuff you learn like day one Jiu Jitsu stuff. Yeah. And I was like, okay, fair enough. You know what I mean? That's something I thought I was going to learn something amazing, but no. Anyways. All right. So that happens. I thought, okay, yeah, yeah. And then, um, they start, we get to the meal part afterwards and he starts, um, elaborating on his achievements. I thought, this is great. It's great and stuff. He's cool. Oh, that's cool. Cool. But then, um, Talks about Mike Tyson. I'm a big fan of Mike Tyson. So well, I love Mike Tyson. <laughs> and he goes on and said that um, me and Mike Tyson, we talked. He goes that uh, he said, you know, and we both agreed if we went into a fight. Royce Gray said we both agreed that I would win. You know, and I thought to myself, oh my days, this guy. The oh, 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 okay, <laughs> okay, okay. As so I thought to myself, wow, okay. So then when he said that, I was like, you know, I asked, I, asked, I remember asking like loads of like silly questions. I started like, you know, I just lost respect. Like, kind of lot, like, I haven't lost all respect because he was USC first USC champion, but I lost a lot of respect for him that day. And then I thought to myself, you know, I remember him saying like, you know, all athletes should eat healthy. You know, if you don't eat healthy, you know, you should quite an athlete, right? And the, the ironic thing, we went, went to a freaking, you know, place that was like real healthy eating place it was like hardly nothing that was like unhealthy but they had one thing which was ice cream so i thought i'm gonna have to get that aren't i so i just ordered like the large which wasn't large it was like tiniest dish and it cost me a lot of money so i just a really expensive place before it's worth doing and i get because so i got the ice cream and, uh, and i was like uh basically kind of just didn't ask him for a photo just kind of said to him yeah, yeah, he looked at me with the ice cream in the hand. He was like, kind of like, look at me like, what, what the heck are you doing? Sort of thing. How dare you? Sort of like that. And I, uh, yeah, sort of like, I smiled in his face and got put a spoon in the ice cream. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah, what's got to the picture? What's his name? Uh, who, who was it again? Forgot. Oh, man. Dion, Dion Sutton. My mate Dion Sutton put to the picture at the same time. And, um, yeah. after the photo, he was still like, he, he, he didn't stop me. He was still there uh, staring at me. Um, yeah, and uh, <laughs> he has calmed it down sort of thing, but it's quite, I thought it's funny. I still think it's funny to this day. Maybe a bit of, you know, maybe I was a bit childish, but it's a great moment, you know, I've got that for life sort of thing. But, you know, yeah, it it, it, it was, uh, yeah, I remember, like, at the time, it was it was a kind of, um, I can't, I was, I was playing, it was kind of like, I was a bit annoyed because I didn't get a, a lot out of the experience, so I kind of made it my own experience from it. Sort of thing, 
Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you didn't. You didn't leave that event, or didn't go to bed or sleep that uh, that night thinking, "Wow, I love this sport that I'm in, and yeah. I've really offended a big name in the sport, a big name, a big family in this sport." That in the next, when maybe fighting the bigger, yeah. for the bigger promotions, and uh, yeah. I might come across them again, being inducted into the Hall of Fame for the UFC better. So wherever you find yourself. Mm. And then you find actually you have to go to this event. We're going to meet that. Funny thing is, <laughs> saying that, my brother, my brother, my brother Tommy's a boxer, and um, I think I don't know if it was that Bellator event or that. They actually came in contact, and I think they talked to each other as well, which is mad. Because I've got a professional brother as well, who's a boxer as well, and he, I think they came they came uh, in contact as well. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, maybe like this is the thing. See, if I didn't have a brain cell, I wouldn't have done that. But you know, me being me. Uh, I'm just, I'm just being me, man. I, I thought, you know, I thought it was, I kind of, when I was there, the, the way he, I expect him to be certain, I thought, I thought he was going to be something different, you know, I ain't going to lie. I, you know, yeah, you know, I, I can't say anything because he was the first ever UFC champion and he's an amazing, but yeah, I expect he's better from the, the, the thing that was at, basically. I pay a lot of money as well, you know? So yeah, that's right. Uh, I understand. Um, mm. But okay, because um, I, when I heard that that story that you brought up, and and was actually after brought up in the interview, I was thinking, crazy will people? Okay, this I must and this I need to ask you yeah. about because it was I, I was really shocked when I heard it. But well, mm. <laughs> was it like one of those situations whereby you, you want to meet your hero, but then when you, when you do meet your hero, it's like wow, um, uh, this is not what oh, I right. thought. Royce was never one of my heroes. I'm not gonna lie, Royce was never one of my heroes. It was um. It was a club event, club. I got Gracie Barry, who I was training at, said that he was there. I thought, you know what? He was the first UFC champion. I'd like to see him. I preferred, I was a big, I was more of a Ken Sharrock fan anyways. And I thought Ken Sharrock beat him the second time that got called a draw. But, um, yeah, so, you know, yeah, I know. I, I'd rather have seen Hicks and Gracie. And I like the other Gracie. I like Roger Gracie. I like, I like other Gracie, but just didn't, just didn't like his, his way of, like, how he was. Just didn't like how he was and, you know, it just, I just, like I said, that's why I don't surround myself with people that I shouldn't be with. I just, I just, that's how I am. I just say what's on my mind. I just say whatever it is, I just say it. So I just felt like saying it. And that's how I was. I've always been that way and I always will. It doesn't matter if you're Royce or Mike Tyson, I'll probably say thing. But I was being respectful with the side. But when I felt like, mm, it's like, you know, I have to say whatever, whatever I feel like saying, I just said, you know, whether it be right or wrong, I just said, and yeah, it felt right. Because I, I remember I was asking him a lot of silly questions after that, and I think he could kind of tell what I was doing. But yeah, I forgot what, what, I, what? I forgot what I was asking him, but I started asking him silly questions. But, yeah. you, you forgot what you were asking him? Yeah, I just, I remember just being, being a tip, <laughs> just asking him silly stuff. But yeah. Oh. You yeah. must, well, I have to say that if to ask someone like, like, someone like that from the Gracie family, you, you said that you asked them silly questions. That probably was quite brave of you as well. No brain cells, mate. I told you. Like, silly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pretty dumb, yeah. Uh, so, I was um, going to ask you your um, next fight. When can we be expecting to see you back in the cage again? I was the 30th or the 6th. Um... The thirtieth or the sixth. I have, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get tickets at the moment. Um, I could be fighting Kenneth Lee or could be fighting Stoke. 
Um, He's eight first of the sixth or moon first of the seventh July. Thirtieth of July or sixth of August. Ah, okay, I see. Right, that, I, that's my two. That's my two that's coming up. One's Ballerina, which is in the sixth of August, and one's the thirtieth, uh, which is in Troster, I believe. Um, I've forgotten the name of the event, okay. uh, but I've been offered main event on that show. So that's what I'm looking at at the moment. I'm hoping to go pro. I want to go pro. Um, but yeah, uh, I want to say thank you. Like, if 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 this is, uh, I want to say thank you to Ballerina because they've been very loyal to me. And, you know, I appreciate everything they've done. I want to thank, like, Mike James, Ben Dezel, Lee B. Davis, uh, Gus Gilbert, Craig Andrews, Soldier George. Uh, who else is in my corner? I've been in my corner. Mike Evans. Yeah, and, and Rory, Rory Cashem, who was in my corner the first time. And Phil. Phil, what's his last name? I'm so... Phil Stringer as well. She wanted to give people shouts. I've never got shouts. And Justin oh. Reese as well, who's been giving me lifts everywhere recently, which I really appreciate loads. Thank you so much, bro. If I can ask you, please send me the, uh, the Instagrams and the Twitters, basically their social media information, and then oh. I will include that in the when I'm promoting the podcast. Oh. I appreciate it so much. Well. Okay. Thank you, bro. Thank oh, you definitely. so much. That's legendary. Thank you so much. No, absolutely. Um... Speaking of Vaserina, they have been they've been good to me as well. They've been sending me lots of their stuff, but I've just been so busy. And this right. sport, it, you've got to really keep up with it as best you can because it moves so, so mm-hmm. fast. So I've really, yeah, I've really got to start reposting their content for them. They've sent me a lot. I've just never really gone around to reposting and right. sharing all of it like I should have done. Um, oh, respect. I like that, cool. You know, the Holly Holmes fight that took place recently, um, uh, I think, was it? early June or late May um, wasn't too long ago um, there was the issue of the judging because many people thought that Holly Holmes should have won that fight or her her opponent should have won that fight um, and then there was the argument which it was hanging around for quite a few days which spilled, onto, spilled out into a fortnight um, and then people were coming were, were talking about the idea of open judging, no not open judging open scoring Um What's your take on that? As in, do you think it's something we should have in mixed martial arts, especially what with bigger names? What What do you mean by open scoring? Well, open scoring, whereby I think even before they announce who the winner is, even before they announce the, the points for either side, you know, they've kind of made it public and made it known to the to the um, to the fight fans, the people who've been watching the fight. And there's a before. But I know they do that. I don't know they do that in bare knuckle fighting. I think some sort of bare knuckle fighting they do that. Um, but I don't agree. Yeah. No. I mean, we believe regardless of, of it, you know, I like the whole point of the spectacle of knowing who we don't know who's going to win. You know, that that kind of kills a bit of the, the you know, the the thrill of who, even if it is they've been wrongly judged. Yeah. You know, they, they, they maybe they should have a talk to afterwards. They should be have a, like a, you know, uh, a jury probably on them or something like that. But um, I don't think they should be an open. No, I, I think that kills a bit of the spectacle, isn't it? You know? That's what I think, you know. You, you want to know, you, you like, you really know the winner. Is yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's uh, yeah. I, I can see the logic behind that. You're like, you're killing off the suspense that makes it mm. that adds the enjoyment of watching the watching yeah. the fight. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Moving on to something still, uh, well, it's boxing related now, not so much mixed martial arts. Mm. Now, you know, recently there was the issue of Tommy Fury versus Jake Paul. And Jake Paul is one name that people have said that whether I love him or hate him, but I tend to be on the ne- more negative side of Jake Paul. 
Um, mm. uh, and people say, really, we're only giving more media or more exposure by talking about him on, on my uh, on my podcast. Um, I think you recently saw the video of Tommy Fury saying he, he got to Heathrow Airport and one thing led to another. He was not allowed permitted to fly to the US um, mm. to fight Jake Paul to to attend the fight. So uh, some people have actually said that um, it's a lie. What he was saying is just to save face. Cut the long story. Cut the long story short. Do you think that fight's going to happen? As in, do you know enough? Do you know enough of the backstory of the Fury family and the of and the Irish gangsters to know whether that fight would happen or not? I I genuinely don't. I genuinely don't. And um, I I respect Jake Paul as um, he draws people in and he's got a lot of followers and that side. But I'm not really. Unless he starts, uh, I mean, Tyson Fury's not, he's a pro boxer, but he's not a, um, he's not a killer, is he? Let's be real. He's not, mm, is he? He's not, yeah, he's yeah. not someone that I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like, um, he might come from the Fury family, but he's not Tyson Fury and he's not Huey Fury. You know, he, he's Tommy Fury, but I haven't seen a lot of Tommy Fury to think, oh, you know, maybe he could beat Jake Paul, but, uh, yeah, I'm not, it's not something I really, um, Interested in myself, I respect that it's going to get a lot of audience, and I respect that yeah, yeah. He, Jake Paul. I respect that um, that that you know that, that that's going to be bringing money to boxing. I respect that you know there's a big payday for Tommy Fury, and I clearly he probably wants it as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know though. It's not. It's not a fight that um, I'd rather see Jake Paul fight someone that who can say see who fights top twenty. Top twenty boxer and see what happens then. That's that's you know give us give him something like that. And then I'll and then I'll be like okay, I'm interested. Now I'm okay. invested. I agree with everything you said there, but mm. the reason why I respect Tommy Tommy Fury enough to see this fight happen, which is why why I want to see this fight happen, mm. is because Tommy Fury is the closest. I don't want to say thing because it's his human being. I don't want to describe him, describe him properly. He is the closest athlete to. A professional boxer. He's, you know, the closest yeah. to a professional boxer to a professional mm. combat sports athlete. The other people, uh, with regards to boxing, yeah, they're all more, more far more closely tied to mixed martial arts. They're not closely tied to boxing. So, mm. uh, this is a, that is the one reason as to why I want to see this fight. When I saw the video and when I, I, you know, listened to Shell Sonnen's podcast about how um, fighters have done the most drastic things to get out of fights, mm. um, it just. I was thinking, Jesus, we know every single time that this guy can actually, at least he can be put to the test to see what he's really like, see where we can actually place him, something happens. Just one tiny thing, one tiny snag happens and, you know, the whole thing starts to fall apart. I think many, Shelson has said, you know, um, you know, this fight is not going to happen and the reason why it's not going to happen is because um, Tommy Fury's family, family ties to um, the Kinahan family, the Irish gangster, stuff like that. And he took what the other fighters have done most drastic things before in the past to get out of fights. So I was thinking, could it be one of those situations or could it be something that Tommy Fury can actually clear up and just sort out and then fight? Well, I don't know. I wouldn't know. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. why don't, why don't uh, Jake Paul just come over to England, fight in England? Yeah, that could work. Fighting the O2, fighting Wembley or something, you know, do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's, he's probably got fans everywhere, so mm. you know, why, maybe do it that way. Or maybe maybe that might be Tyson, uh, Tommy Fury's plan, trying to get him fight over here. Maybe mm. maybe he's trying to do that. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's naughty tactics if it is or if it isn't. I don't know. 
I genuinely don't know. I, I really don't. It could be. It could be. Um, I'm. I'm not. I'm in the dark with this story. I'm in the dark. I, I don't know enough of the story to uh, to give a um, real uh, to give a real explanation. Mm, yeah, I know it's one of those things I say in mixed martial arts in combat sports. The maths, the just the overall situations that happen just never ever make sense. They just never ever mm. make sense. Yeah, it's just all no. madness for the whole thing. Definitely. All right, um, Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I mean, is there anything else you'd like to come? Uh, anything else you'd like to mention? Any more shouts outs or anything like that? Yeah, thank you for having me on your show. I appreciate you having me on the show. I appreciate uh, for like you know being patient with me as well because we're trying to go through midweek as well and I uh, can do it. And um, yeah, thank you for sharing my stuff as well, man. So you share my stuff to your story, and I really appreciate that. I appreciate having you on me again. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah no, I'm sorry if I, you know, just. Uh, yeah, I got a fight in the thirtieth. Sorry about you know I'm being not positive about my last fight, but um, you know I won, but I didn't see it as a um. No, no, you mean yeah. You know what I mean? So, but, yeah. but, I, but I appreciate you having me on the show. I'll, I'll you know I'll shout my sponsors out again: Pro Panther, you know, F, F, FSD. Um, what have we got? We got uh, MTM MTM Motors Sport Motors MTM Motors. I believe it's called. Oh, if I pronounce it wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, Multicast, uh, Craig Andrews, uh, David Johns. Um, got another one, can't think who it was. Uh, Legion MMA, KND. I've got others there, and I'm sorry if I've mentioned you. I'm sorry, and I appreciate everybody. Oh, yeah, Mons Base MMA, Enhanced. Um, I've got others as well. Thank you, everybody, and thank you again. Thank you, Keith, for having me on the show. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Before I go, your podcast you do with your other um, fellow athletes, Multicast. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you guys not post more content at all? We are going to be posting more content. Um, there's yes. a there's there's a situation with one of the uh, the fellow um, friends. Well, one of the Multicast members. Uh, it's not for me to say, and. and there's a reason behind why we haven't posted at the moment, but yeah, we we, we do want it because we've all fought in the last month. We are, Moses fought, I fought, and Aaron fought, and we are due a big, big show to be honest with you, which I can't wait. But at the same time, um, there's a reason why we haven't, uh, and it's not for me to say. But yeah, yeah, thank you though for bringing that. I appreciate that for uh, bringing a multicast because yeah, we are still going. We are still going because when I listened to the first episode, I thought. These sound like a really good, despite the sport that is mm-hmm. quite brutal that they do. These sound like a really well put together, intelligent, articulate guys. So I, oh. I like to hear your content. I, I genuinely, honestly do. So I was looking for more episodes, but there weren't that many. So I was just, I want to ask you, you know, hopefully you guys will still be bringing out more consistent content. Yeah, yeah, we will be. We will be. Uh, at this particular moment, though, there's um, a reason why. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and not as up to me to say, but yeah, I, I appreciate those words, and I pass them on to Moses Aaron as well if they watch the show. So thank you so much, and I appreciate that. Thank you, Jonathan. It's been a pleasure. And guys, oh. uh, I'll do the outro. Guys, um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. I'll leave uh, Jonathan's um, social media details and his sponsor details in the um, description box below for those watching on YouTube. And guys, once again, who did enjoy the content, who did enjoy the video, please don't forget to like the uh, like the video, subscribe, 
And yes, you can share the content, content as well if you like. You can also catch the episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and on Google. Thank you very much. Jonathan, I'll see you later. God bless. Thank you.